1: Hi, this is Abby, and welcome to another episode of
2: Real Moms of Bravo. And it's Vanessa. Hi, everyone. All right, let's jump in. Uh, Vanderpump
1: Rules. So we are following up from the engagement episode that we all knew was coming. And uh, so V, take it away.
2: Yeah, so how the episode starts is going so at the end of the first episode, Jackson Brittany got engaged, which to us, if you listened to last week's episode, we thought it was all, it was okay, meh. But meh, they have meh. a surprise engagement party that Stasi and Co. um kind of threw together. Lisa even showed up. Um it was funny because Jack's like in True Jack's form, I was like, oh my gosh, it was perfect. After I proposed, the dolphins jumped at the same time. And I personally was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. I'm sure. Why didn't we see that? The producers would have gotten that. Um It was a very, I felt like the first two minutes were, everyone was heavily intoxicated because there were, were lots of weird, random conversations. Um Schwartzy was having Schwartzy and Katie were having a conversation with um, Lisa and we didn't get much context other than how Schwartz went from having a
1: chicken to a cock. Yeah. I'd like um, a little
2: more background.
1: Like I feel like they no, owe us I don't more. know. It
2: was weird. It was just drunk to speak. Um, James then impersonated Jax's engagement photo. So we <laughs> posted it on our Instagram account. So everyone, you can check it out, but it was hilarious. I think James is like the funny villain. I, I don't know. I think he's hilarious. He plays the um, part so well, too, because
1: you kind of like hate him seconds, but then he cracks you up and you forget all about it.
2: Yes, he's really, really funny. Um, and then Jax mentioned that he hasn't spoken to his mom in six months. So after his dad got ill, I guess around the time that he found out about it, he, his mom was thinking about separating, getting a divorce. Um, and then he kind of mentioned that there was some tension there that he was kind of upset that his mom knew that his dad had been sick longer and why didn't she Aww. tell him? So it was sad, but also part of me, maybe not maybe cause I, Jax's history. I'm also like, well, then why don't you talk to your dad more often? Like, why are you putting it on your mom to tell you everything was going on? But yeah. Anyways, I also um, think sometimes you just kind of need someone to be mad at and blame. So yes, for sure. No, that's and mom is usually the easy person to do that. Why with. do
1: we always get to be that person? I don't know.
2: And dad's <laughs> always good to be the hero. Yeah, and I know. We're just like in the beginning of that. We don't even have teenagers. I uh, know, seriously,
1: something <laughs> to look forward to, right? <laughs>
2: Yes, exactly. Um, And then they get ready for Pride. So this episode was set in Pride. Ariana, I pretty much love her for multiple reasons. But she, I feel like, was the most – kind of the voice of reason around Jax. Like, a lot of people – are like, Jax has changed ever since his dad passed. Like, I feel like he's a new person. And she's very skeptical and, like, kind of wants to see things through. I do feel like everyone is a little too on the Jax train. I agree. Like, um,
1: I get – I mean, my dad passed away, and it is, like, a life-changing yes. thing. I do get that. But I also feel like it doesn't make you go from being, like, the guy who's, like, cheating on this girl habitually for no reason other than, like – you just aren't a good person to like this amazing guy who's going to be, you know, her husband. And he's saying on like all these different, like they're doing, another you know, big media tour. He's telling people they're going to have start having kids right away.
2: Oh yeah. What's, like, I don't know. He's just, it's just I'm like, I think you need I to work on really you a little hope, more. Yes. Like clearly I, I wish I do wish them the best, but I think. Cause Brittany seems to be like such a good person. I think everyone viewers, um, are protective over her For in this sure. weird way. You know, like you just don't want to see her get crushed with this and I hope he
1: bag. has changed, but I don't know.
2: Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um and then Kristen, her MO with this episode is this girl named Hope, apparently slept with um James James at Coachella and I started laughing Kyle was like Faith I was like no it's Hope Hope Faith I don't get like what's the deal with these names but it just made me laugh because Kristen if you remember a couple seasons back I mean she slept with Jax while. and they cut to that on the episode she slept with was asleep yeah yeah well and like
1: it is funny to me that Kristen's like seems to be on this like witch hunt to like prove that James is a cheater when she herself is she cheated on Carter with James when they first started dating and we yeah. still don't really know what happened in Mexico last season uh between James and Kristen
2: so I, I do she think it's a little same... weird it's like yeah and she did the same thing with Tom do you remember that yeah, girl to... from Miami i forgot her name. i feel like her name was destiny for some reason but oh i don't God, think that's these name. names. yeah but it could be I just i agree. it's first of all i feel like it's so transparent
1: uh and at first it seemed like raquel was not buying it at all and then all of a sudden she's crying and you and i were texting each other like you're like crocodile tears yes if you haven't watched the episode and you're not like a huge pump fan just like watch the clip of it because she does not it's it's like a child's crying when they're like, <laughs> and then you give no, them what they want and they
2: stop right away. Yeah, yeah. it was a little weird. I feel like if I were hearing that, I would probably leave or, like, throw a drink. I don't know what dramatic thing I would do, but yeah. I feel like it was Well, and then she was, was like, that.
1: she confronts James about it then, and he denies it, obviously. Like, any guy would probably do whether they did or did not cheat. And... Her comment back to him was, he's like, let's go. And she goes, I have to pee still. And she says it's so calm. It's like, okay. I don't know. know. I kind of hope she's on something. (laughs) She (laughs) She did seem a little drunk, drunk, but maybe like mixing some like Xanax or something. Like she just seemed a little like loopy. Dazed. Yes. How Um, great was it though when Jax goes, because James kept being like, Jax has gone through this. People always accused to accuse him of cheating, and then they cut to Jax at like an interview and goes, "Yeah, a lot of girls said I was cheating. All of them I are like, right."
2: Like that side of Jax, like I <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I like it when Jax like admits to his like, being a jerk. Yeah, or, like, laughs about it. Like, we yeah, need, Jax, do more of that, please, because it makes you a little bit more likable.
1: But then James got way too drunk, starts lashing out. Like he just it. There was a a line from the OC uh, reunion where it's like, you know, like you throw a bomb and then I forgot like what they said, but basically like you hit, you, you know, like you hit me with a punch and I am just going to like decapitate you. And that's like what James does. He just takes it so far. And then he started like telling Katie, she needed to lose weight. And I was glad she was just sitting there like, whatever, dude, you're drunk and like, didn't get upset about it. But it was almost like, he just slowly was like becoming this tornado and like is just like trying to destroy everything in his path
2: well and it's such a cheap shot and I actually commend Katie in the interview for just being like you know come up with something more clever than that like good for you Katie that's awesome and I'm glad that tequila Katie wasn't there (laughs) and didn't like try to say something else like you know but I don't know. James is, ah, uh, he's complicated. I i do feel like, and I'm probably in the minority in this, and not, it's not a popular opinion, but I do think I kind of like him a little more than Jax. Like, in terms of all the crap that both of them have done, I think James, they're both not they're both terrible people. Okay, I'll <laughs> make that clear. But he's but a little bit more tolerable. He's a little <laughs> lesser
1: of the two. I agree. Maybe it's the accent. Like, if you have a British accent, you just get away with more. But I think James isn't as intentionally vindictive with what he does, where Jack's can be so, just, like, the meanest person you've ever seen. Like, oh, for sure. Like, the things that he says and does, um, he just has no – any type of like sensitivity to anyone else's feelings but his own and and James has a little bit more of like he does apologize he does feel bad he really means it he gave um uh Jax and uh Brittany, Brittany. a really nice engagement gift it was like this like gift basket of tequila um so i mean like i think he can be a little bit more like has a little bit more of like a softer side that we see For more sure. often
2: For sure. and I mean, I do think it's interesting that Tom Sandoval and Ariana still, like, root for him. I feel like their part in Pump is that they root for the people that no one likes. Yeah. Um, But they – I don't know. So – and I feel like Ariana, I kind of trust her judgment of character for the most part. So if she's still sticking by him, I kind of – feel like he can't be that yeah
1: there's got to be something redeeming about him but uh next week looks really good i'm excited to um kind of see this fight continue um and uh also i put on there as a note this wasn't in the preview but uh beau stassi's uh boyfriend met lisa And I think I'm going to make this a poll because I want to know who they think is going to be the, like who do uh, our listeners think is going to be the next engaged couple? Is it going to be Stassi and Bo. Is it going to be Sandoval and Ariana? Uh, I don't think it's going to be James and Raquel. So we won't even put those in there, but I can see Stassi and Bo getting engaged soon.
2: I agree. I think it'll happen before
1: Tom and Ariana.
2: What about Carter and Kristen? Oh, that's a good one. Actually. Ooh. oh maybe that should be i the don't pull. think so I'm gonna do that yeah. as a poll yes please do
1: let us know what you think peeps um
2: but yeah so what happened in oc this was the last episode of the reunion it was and let me just say thank
1: god i i'm sorry if anyone loved this season um i agree to disagree i i thought the season was so boring the only fun part of the reunion was a coke accusation which like not that, that was fun but that was like the only thing that was <laughs> yeah. in thing. interesting interesting it's interesting it so they start by showing kelly's dating life and they like show from like old men to young men and like good for her but it was just so funny to see like this really old he was a doctor and she's like making out with them and they're all like saying how like the the sound effects of it like it doesn't even do it justice in the episode is a lot of like slurping sounding it was oh pretty my gross, gosh, gross. Um, and then her ph Consul hockey yes <laughs> it's kind of like a ramona and harry dubin yeah um, <laughs> to blend in a, a not currently uh on air see uh city but um so they showed that and then they talk a little bit about just like kelly with her ex, Michael, um, Vicky is clearly closer to him than she's admitting. She claims that she hasn't talked to him in six months, but then also claims that she's met Michael's now girlfriend. So like
2: that Vicky's lying is like absurd to me because she does it like very straight face and you're yeah. looking at her and you're like, wait, what? It was <laughs> like, yeah, you're not listen to your, she contradicts herself all
1: the time. Like she'd be the world's worst lawyer. Cause she would sit like, you know, would say something like, there's no way my client could have murdered him if he was in that restaurant. And then she'll interview someone else. But like, so he was in the restaurant, right? Like, it just, she makes no sense. But um, the best part, too, is uh, so then it transitions into a lot of it was about Kelly. And Kelly got approached Steve about what he said in a page six article, which if anybody gets upset about what's in page six, I feel like they're just known for being kind of more like gossipy, tabloidy, not exactly
2: the truth. And I feel like they have a contract with Bravo and the housewives because this is probably not the first time page six has come up. Yeah. Like I can't think of a specific It comes up in New York too a lot. Like, but the it York comes girls. up. Like yeah. page six comes up, so. Um,
1: but the best thing is, so then it, it, this was part of the season. So then Kelly goes to approach Steve. I can't decide if I like Steve or not. Then Shane jumps in and she gets in this fight with Shane. And it was like funny because. Shane really like shouldn't have put himself in there, but has there ever been a a season with any city where one of the new housewives husband does not somehow somehow inject himself into drama? I don't like it happens all the time.
2: Oh yeah. Um, it's
1: playbook. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like, okay, which, which husband's going to be this guy. So then Kelly overreacts and gets mad at him, but then Emily like loses her shit and, threatens to kill Kelly so they're <laughs> replaying this at the reunion and basically I'm telling a long story to tell you what Kelly then turns to Emily and tells her that she's a fart again <laughs> and so this is just I feel like this is just like a new like a new insult that we all I mean I'm gonna try it I guess yeah <laughs> it's so bizarre I'm just gonna like see like if someone's being like me I'm like you're a fart and just see What, what response happens? Um, but so that was like a bulk of it. And then a little bit of Tamara and Shannon, they made it sound like that the two of them like are not friends at all and like, weren't talking. And then it was like this revelation happens where Shannon's repeating how she felt about something. Um, and it was really sad because she was saying how, like when everyone told her in Jamaica that they felt like she might need to be like seeing somebody and might need antidepressants, she said it wasn't that she was upset by the fact that like, she might need to be on antidepressants. It was just the way she looked at it as people were coming to her saying, you can't handle your own life. You're too weak. And the words that she was using to say how she felt were like pretty heavy. And Tamara goes, is that what I'm blanking on her ex-husband's name, David, is that what David used to say to you? Oh. And it like struck a nerve with Shannon. And all of a sudden she starts like crying, but not like she's upset. Like, and she just came to like this, like she's realizing she's kind of been verbally abused for so long that that's why she lashes out and gets mad. Yeah. So I think once therapy, yeah, it was kind of like weird. And then all of a sudden it's like the tide shift and Tamara's like, well, I, I do feel like you're exhausting as a friend, but I'm realizing that, you know, I need to support you more. Um, and then, um, I think that was pretty much it. Like Gina and Shannon kind of reconciled. Um, they apologized to one another And I'm sure the, I think the thing that's going to continue to next season is the drama between Vicky and Kelly, assuming Kelly comes back. She's claiming she's not going to come back unless Vicky's fired.
2: Um, I feel like she's going to go to Beverly Hills. I hope that kind of happens. I think she'd be great there. If Vanderpump is out, I feel like Kelly would make a great addition.
1: Um, So that was, I mean, that was it. It was kind of a boring season and a boring reunion. Um, So let's hope they can, Get maybe some people out, some new people in, and uh, make it a little bit better next time.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: but moving on. Okay, so Atlanta, we were- A
2: lot happened in Atlanta.
1: It seems like it was a big episode.
2: Um, it was a very big episode. There was a lot of- Announcements? Interesting, funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, announcements, things. So Shamari, she's a new housewife. So this is, since she's been on, she's only been on, I think, like, two or three episodes. The big storyline around her is that she was in an open relationship with a woman um, before, I don't know if this was before she got married, but she was in an open relationship. Um, She was opening up about it with Candy, which Candy, if you've been following... atlanta candy's adventurous maybe a swinger who knows so it was kind of the right person to talk about this but it's kind of she keeps bringing it up so i kind of hope this isn't her only storyline she's
1: trying to stay interesting
2: <laughs> yeah like i mean don't get me wrong it's like shocking but i honestly don't need to know details or care to know much more like i don't know um and then the other thing this is kind of a little just tidbit but do you honestly view anyone listening you guys should check this out but if you don't watch atlanta i suggest that you rec- uh fast forward on your dvr to the part where nini is with her friend tanya and they're looking at her house and she has a secret closet with a secret door for what which was crazy like for her just a cl- just for fun just for shits and grits like Do you think she, she she's has a black margin in it oh that would be hilarious (laughs) but this closet was cool i just thought it was so cool you know like those bookshelves that you hold i always wanted one of those yeah but it was kind of like that so it was just neat but anyways um so then nini is decides to throw a theme party and her theme party is probably a fraternity party that we never attended but maybe the young people are but it was boobs and bourbon
1: i think bourbon's like really trendy right now and when we were in college it wasn't
2: so yeah no it's very trendy right now but at the party there was no bourbon they were like at a winery it was that part was interesting I was like where's the bourbon coming into play you just like you know the name it was just funny um so then Portia and Candy have their confrontation so Candy's been kind of like running her mouth about Portia's new man, Dennis, and his past, and she's wanting to warn um, Portia and all this stuff, and Porsche's not interested, and honestly, I kind of think Candy just needs to mind her business and just let Portia do Portia. Like, if she wants to be with this guy who's maybe has tattoos of other women, just let her do it. Yeah. Like, just stop wasting the it's energy It's not ruining it. your
1: life. Like, just let yes, her go. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: So just let it go. It was just funny. Um, she, Candy was saying, uh, you know, well, like tattoos, you're having tattoos with exclusive people and Portia's like, well, penis and vaginas aren't exclusive. And I was just like, okay, totally weird. <laughs> That's, I don't even understand what either. that means. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it was just <laughs> interesting. Um, and then Cynthia's storyline has got to pick up cause it's a little, um, boring but basically her daughter's gonna be going to college and her daughter's dad her one her ex-husband but they're like really good friends they're at lunch and she heard asked her daughter if she wants to have a cocktail to practice drinking and her um, ex was like uh, you want to prepare her by giving her a cocktail at noon it was really really funny you
1: know what so I do think this is kind of a, a weird. Like situation to be in because not to reveal too much, but my brother in law before my niece went to college because she didn't drink at all in high school asked yeah. me and my sister to like have oh, a really? night one night and like teach her how to drunk and like how to drink and like know <laughs> when she's drunk and like when to stop
2: type of thing. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, just a little coaching yeah. with people he trusts. Um, which I think that's gonna be like my new business venture is Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Preparing young kids to drink in
2: college. But oh my um, gosh. So I guess it is like a, a parental concern. Yeah, no, it was just funny. Um and then at the boobs and bourbon party, uh Eva who has a bridesmaid who ha- her bridesmaid let's just call her Michelle I don't know what the bridesmaid name is but just to make this easy so Michelle has is a mutual friend of Eva and Ivana and they're Michelle supposedly both of their best friends (laughs) but Eva is claiming not to know Ivana and it was awkward Ivana was like overserved, like made a big announcement at the table like she it was it was funny it's kind of worth seeing and then the last thing, which was, like, the best part of the episode, is Portia announced her pregnancy Yay. to Dennis. She did it. It was his birthday. So, um, so She had wrapped gifts of a onesie and shoes. And Dennis was, like, looking at it. And I don't know if he's the sharpest tool. <laughs> Granted, he is, supposedly he's really successful, so I don't know. But he's not quick. Um, she was like, hey, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh. I don't know if it was like an, oh, shit, you're pregnant, or if he's really excited, but they seem to be really happy, and I'm excited for them.
1: That's good. I mean, they haven't been together. They weren't dating too long before she got pregnant, so pro- I'm sure it was a no. little bit of shock, but that's so exciting. Welcome to the mom club, Portia. Yes, um, welcome.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, um, so we <laughs> talked about secret doors and locking and closets, and so I feel like now it's the perfect transition to New Jersey. Yes. Yes. Uh We finally get to see the Taj Mahal, the Monte Carlo, Jennifer's house. But before we dive into that, um, that was more towards the end of the episode. Um, I just think we all need to take a moment to uh, understand why Melissa is trusting this medium the way she is.
2: I don't get this storyline at all.
1: (laughs) I I, I think they're stretching here. I think Bravo's like, uh, we need something. So, you're going to believe this medium, like, fully. Um, so, she has her sisters come over to tell them what the medium told her. Because she wants her sisters to know that they have another sister out there.
2: Like, what? And then, like, what? And now what? And, and then like, she I asked if like she if should... They had the... Oh, go ahead. Go Sorry. I was going to say, if they had the Long Island medium, maybe it would be a little more oh, interesting. That would be amazing. That would be pretty funny.
1: Well, then she asked them, should she's. Was asking her sisters if she should tell her mom i was like Sorry. why would you tell your mom that you think based on what a medium told you that your father who is in heaven or passed away whatever you believe is had cheated on her and had a kid out there like that's that's a, a heavy thing to take in as a widow yeah,
2: it's bizarre it was bizarre and then like what else happened um Marge Sr. in her recovery. Oh my side God. note. Looks fab. We love you, Marge Sr. She's so sweet.
1: Um, da- I, lo- I so do love Marge Sr. Uh, um, Danielle. Danielle
2: yeah. is a dick.
1: She, she is, is. a dick.
2: She's out. I, like I think this is her last season.
1: I think bringing her I back was so. the biggest
2: mistake. I hope so. And honestly, I hope Marge, like, I hope they're not friends. I have a feeling, based on recent like Instagram posts, that there's some beef between them still that we're going to see play out, but like the fact that Danielle was even quizzing Marge was stupid It's just get rid of her. Yeah, I agree.
1: Danielle, she's out, but I cannot wait for her bachelor party. Oh yeah. That was the preview good. for the next episode. So I'm so excited for that, but um, yeah. And then it moves into Joe Gorga is, um, goes over to talk to Teresa and his dad. Um, and There was so much twisting of words. Like, Teresa brought Dolores into the fight, not Melissa. Um, Uh Joe, I don't, maybe they edited it, but Joe never really seemed like he was mad at Dolores when Teresa was like, Dolores said it. Because Melissa was talking to her about it. And he was like, Dolores, she's not my sister. I'm talking to you. Like, it seemed like he just kind of wrote it off. Um, Yeah. But their fight, I feel like. I don't know. Teresa and Joe just need to learn how to talk to one another because they just they really not not fight.
2: And I need them to stop filming it
1: because it's like kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> well, Given like, all this like, evidence, like, these poor kids are going to grow up at, like their cousins, you know, and they're going to watch like, oh, remember when my mom and your dad like hated each other? Oh, I don't remember that. Well, let's watch, you know, hours of television that proves that they were so mad at each other. Yeah. It's, yes it needs I agree I think it needs to be tamed down a little bit as far as what they're filming um
2: yeah well even just for no no like I just want no no to be <laughs> no, happy no. <laughs> like I don't want I mean I doubt he watches the show but I just don't want him to I don't know just take the drama away from no no yeah. Joe. please like just let no no be happy let him day drink let him maybe have a side piece like let him, like do whatever <laughs> he wants yeah, oh, please. Yeah, I, um,
1: but um. so then before we get to see Jennifer's house and you and I have texted about this for like a couple of days. Jennifer said that she owed her kids presents because she was gone or her, no, her kids were saying they're owed presents because she was gone. She went away for one weekend and they made it sound like their mom was gone for a year.
2: Oh yeah. And then I saw that. She's been married for 15 years and then her one weekend away in Oklahoma, like that Bill was acting like, yeah, um, like he, like he was owed so much. I mean, suck it, Bill. I don't care for Jennifer that much, but suck it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then it was like their dynamic. just doesn't make sense to me because she clearly spoils these kids. Um, You know, like one of them was asking for this, like certain like dream house. I don't think it was a Barbie dream house, but it was some sort of $400 dream house for a doll. Which is stupid. It's so dumb. Um and the husband like basically was like you shouldn't spoil the kids so much and she's like well I wouldn't have to if you were around and then his argument back to her was well if I was around more then we couldn't afford all the gifts that you're buying I'm like well she just Which is said such a dick thing yeah. to say it was so weird bullshit, but she just said I'm buying them gifts because I feel bad you're not there so it's like well if you're there then they're not gonna be buying them as many gifts it was just like oh the whole conversation I'm like I don't feel like you guys are listening to one another. I don't yeah. like Bill. I don't really like Jennifer either, but I dislike Bill more than I dislike oh, Jennifer. For sure. Same. Same. Um, but Jennifer's house should basically just be call- called metallic, like heaven. It's gold and silver just everywhere.
2: She needs an interior decorator in that place. It just... Well, she went know. to China
1: to buy her chairs, V.
2: It was bizarre. Everything was weird. I just didn't like it. It's just... Ah, It was so
1: weird. Uh, It was weird. She had thrones
2: everywhere. I don't know why. She just said she likes thrones. Oh, and then you mentioned this in one of your notes about the room for her daughter's hand in marriage.
1: Yeah, she was like, "This is the room where my daughter's boyfriend's going to ask Bill to approve of like the guy marrying their daughter." Her daughter's ten. It's like I don't think this. It's just bizarre. Yeah, it was so weird. Um, It was weird. But then they get into this. So all the ladies, you know, they're finally seeing the house and it is a big house. Uh, But then they get into a little bit of a fight because Teresa is telling Melissa that she needs to learn how to control Joe
0: and that she gets
1: Joe fired up. And then Dolores chimes in and Dolores made it sound like Melissa was talking bad about her to Joe and that's why Joe is now mad at Dolores. It's like, well, Dolores, you're not a sibling. You well, need to back I was out.
2: Like, yeah, exactly. Dol- Dolores just shut up. Yeah. And then Jackie pipes in because Dolores Thank and God. Teresa are ganging up on Melissa. So then Jackie pipes in and she may have like hit her nerve a little bit by mentioning. I forgot what she said, but. Well, but
1: can- Teresa you was saying control, control your husband. husband. And she's like, can you control your husband in jail? Which low blow. But I mean, Teresa of all people needs to not make it sound like she can control her husband and that she, you know, she has for this perfect sure. marriage for sure.
2: So I don't know. We'll be interesting to see how Jackie and Teresa drama plays out. But I do give Jackie props for kind of being level-headed, like saying everything I was personally thinking and standing up to Teresa. Because I... I'm sick of this whole like old school, like this is old school. This is how we do things. Like that's stupid. It's 2018, almost 19. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. I love to, there's, they
1: show preview and Jackie's like, I'm not afraid of Teresa, which good. Like I think there needs to be someone who does stand up to her. I feel like whenever new people come on, they just kind of like let her get away with so much. And um, I know she's going through a hard time and I think she's, I do think she's a good person. It's not that I dislike Teresa, but I don't think she's perfect. And I don't think she should be getting away with some of the stuff she does.
0: Oh,
2: for sure. Um, but I mean, like you said, next week the bachelorette party—that would be oh, fun to watch. Wait. So
1: we will anxiously be awaiting for this episode to air.
2: Yes. So we talked about below deck, oh. and you had like, a great post about it. About it and how basically disappointing such it
1: was. a it was such a cocktease. tease. Like it was horrible. I, so this
2: week is what we see what happens, and I know from Instagram that Ashton is okay. He survived, so you can go in watching it with no anxiety. But that was I kind of hated that they did that to us. I yeah
1: I, nah we'll just I mean we'll we'll talk about it when we actually like know what happened. But I didn't yes. like that move of to be continued. No, no.
2: Well, let's end on a high note. And I want to give the shout out to you, Abby. I mean, this is everyone listening. This is Abby's first day or week back at work after being on maternity leave with little Hewitt. So I just want to give it to you because you're amazing. You're killing it at the mom game. And I just want to give you credit for that and everything that you're doing.
1: So sweet. Um, Yeah. I think, you know. It's kind of one of those weird moments like you are excited to get back to your normal life and then you miss maternity leave so much at the same time um so it's still a transition even with the second it's kind of weird but thank you very much v Yay, um no problem yeah and thank you all for listening
2: yes please subscribe if you haven't already please subscribe to real moms of bravo and leave us a review We'll see. We'll not see. We'll check (laughs) us out next week. This is a rustic show. (laughs) Bye.
0: Is your daily grind getting you down? A ThermoSpa's hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful soothing jets and all your stress seems to melt away like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better, too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.